One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You are listening to Room 104 with Cormac and Sir here with you and I suppose I don't know what your thoughts are about sex dolls, but now we've kind of upgraded in 21st century life from sex dolls to sex robots that are getting more realistic, they're getting more human-like, they're getting more intelligent, more animated. But let's just throw this through the Terminator scenario again. What if they rise up and are sick and tired of just being used as sex robots and uh, they want to take over the world? Well, that's uh, the... the people who made them's fault, isn't it? Well, yeah. I'm looking at all these sex robots thinking, I wish I had boobs like that. I wish I had a bum like that. And I don't. So, Well, for one cosmetic procedure for just 20 <laughs> grand, Sisha, all of those robotic dreams can become real. To chat to us more about this and somebody who's got uh, some sort of an insight and opinion on the whole sex rock, sex robots turning rogue, Brick Dollbanger joins us on the line now. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Now, before we chat about the apocalypse and the Terminators and the sex robots rising up to destroy us all... What's your uh, what's your background? How do you fit into all this uh, robotics world that is out there at the moment? Well, for the last ten years, I've been using uh, real dolls, and uh, they're they're pretty much well, they're actually a sex doll, but they're they're like the Cadillac of sex dolls. And um, I'm an older gentleman; I'm in my sixties. I've been married. I've had numerous relationships, and uh, none of them ever panned out. And so I decided to try building the sex doll route, to just trying to take the edge off, so to speak. And yeah. I found that it was enjoyable and uh, very close to being realistic. Real dolls are very, very realistic. And that, I mean, you know, you, uh, coming, coming from in my adolescence or when I was in my youth, you think about a sex doll as a you know, blow-up doll with a big mouth and, you know, it's something ridiculous looking. Well, these are works of art. They're beautiful. And they're made by artists. They're very realistic, and um, it was very simple. It was very simple. I didn't, I didn't know that I was synthetic compatible until I saw these dolls. And they're, like I said, they're they're a work of art you can become intimate with. Now, have you seen the Instagram page, Cormac? Because some of these girls, they do look like girls, to be honest, are beautiful, but they're robots. Here's the thing. You've heard the term uncanny valley. No, say no. that again, uncanny valley. you heard that term? Okay, uncanny valley. That divide between when uh, you're looking at a robot and it looks like a robot versus when it starts to move towards actually looking human. And at this point in development, we're starting, they're actually crossing that valley, which means in 50 years, you're going to see synthetics moving all around you. You're going to be doing a, a, a myriad of things. In a hundred years, you're not going to be able to tell them from humans. And I'm watching this unfold. And everything you see on TV or everything everything you see in a movie is incorrect. When you think of, uh, I don't know, have you seen the movie Ex Machina? Yep, 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 yep. Is that okay. the one with the, the, Scarlett Johansson? The, the, robots, the robots that I've seen are almost, they're very close 
to that good as far as as far as the way they look. However, they are much much stronger. They're much much more durable. You're not going to be able to hit them with a pipe and have their arm fall off. More than likely, they'll take the pipe away from you and kill you with it. Because people don't understand, for a robot to support itself on one one limb, it has to be tremendously strong. And when they actually get to that point, and they can actually give it a, a human-like gait in a human a human-esque body, that robot hugging you could hug you to the point where it, you stop breathing. And you wouldn't be able to stop it unless it wouldn't stop until it ran out of power or um, hit some codes that said to stop. That's the point people, I think, I think miss is if there's a bad line of code in an artificial intelligence, then it could easily injure, kill anyone. Do you think it's a good thing that this is happening or are you for robots? I think it's a good thing. But here's, here's the thing. It, it, robotics is it's the future. It's coming. If we ever want, if we ever want to really uh, colonize space, the robots are going to be there first. They're going to set everything up ahead of time, and we're going to we'll colonize. But here, here's the deal: um, we have to keep in mind that they're robots, and we can never ever give them sentience or bestow it upon them. And that's well, we have a tendency to do that. Anything that's got a face on it, we intend to give it a give it a soul, and we, we can't do that because I honestly believe an artificial intelligence will never ever reach sentience. So we have to maintain we have to maintain the separation. No matter how it looks, it's still a piece of machinery. It's still like a car or anything. It's still like a toaster, but it's got a face on it. But but that's the thing. And there's some very very intelligent people working on this. And I think what's happening is they're having a tendency to impress their uh, emotions onto the machines, and that's when we're going to get in trouble. Because once you give them free will of any kind. Like I said, you're going to have a race of robots that are smarter than us, faster than us, stronger than us, and they can literally live forever as long as they can. I have a, a power supply. Why would we want to create a race of beings that would put us below, that would become the top of the, uh, the pinnacle of, you know, the, the top, top of the food chain, of the yeah, yeah. I mean, Right. I mean, we, you can't do that. There's a, lot of, there's, it's, there's a lot of scary talk going on about, you know, about possibly them becoming sentient. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. And go back to the kind of the the car analogy you used at the moment. Are you saying that with particularly these robots that people are going to be getting intimate with, it's kind of, I imagine initially, the the way the self-driving car has ran into problems and it's killed some people and there's been mistakes before it has been perfected. Are you saying that something similar could happen with people who are using these dolls and these robots that... Well, there has to be, there has to be very, it has, there has to be a lot of safeguard. And and here's the thing, we're we're not even to that point yet. We're talking about a robotic head and that's all. I mean, the torso that I've seen they're working on is very primitive, although if you looked at it, you say, oh my God, it looks like, it looks like the body of one of the girls from Max Machina. Because it does, but it's, it's geared. It's geared very strong. It's very. It's very loud because it's, it's machinery. But here's the part that um, that really struck me is kind of scary. Was when I was when I was around the, the torso and it was moving its arm. I tried to stop the arm, and it literally pushed me out of the way. Oh, that was that was kind of a stunning. That was kind of a stunning moment for me. And because uh, they're, they're working, you know, they're literally they're working from the head down. So they're working from, you know, they're going from, the, they've created the, the, the AI and the head, the animatronic head, and now they're working on the torso and the arms, because the, obviously the legs and, and walking is going to be the most difficult. But, you know, research and development begets discovery. Have you heard of Hansen's robot, Sophia? Oh, Sophia, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that the one that, that turned around okay, one okay. day and was like, uh, no. kill all humans, uh, or asked it a question, and it was like, oh, God. Well, yeah, 
Well, now think about think about a Sophia. Don't take them. It's going to sound sexist, but, but think about a Sophia that's beautiful. I mean, how easily would you be taken in by something of extreme beauty? And it, I think it would be simple. And we have a tendency to do that. We have a tendency to to, to say, "Oh wow, it treats me nice. It's so beautiful." How can, it, how can this hurt me? That, that's where I think our, our, the trap lies. And we will. We're, we're going to make the robots. We're going to make the robots in our own in our own likeness, and and they're going to be beautiful, and they're going to be perfect. And that's the part where I think we're going to get into trouble. But it's going back to the sex robot part. Having the robotic head, and I have two of them, as a matter of fact. I do a lot of testing for uh, real robotics and for real doll. And um, right now. The amount of it is they have a sensor, a vaginal sensor in the doll. They have uh, the, the response to the AI. The AI knows what's going on when you're having sex, and it responds correctly. And it's very realistic. If people really want to see what what's happening, they need to go to my site. And I'm going to plug this because I think people will be very interested. RickDollbanger.com, and I have videos up of the robot and it's this is and this is an adult site so it's very adult oriented so you're going to see doc, you're going to see the dolls that the robots having sex you're not going to see me <laughs> but you're going to see them in kind of a kind of like a point of view yeah type of video it's amazing and people are going to be just it's going to they're it's going to be jaw dropping what people what people are going to say and these are these are affordable they're just amazing if people would stop in it's a free site Take a look at it. I just want people to see what's going on. Brick, how um, so, anyway? How much are those dolls for a doll with a body for for a robotic doll? It's about twelve thousand dollars. It's kind of expensive, isn't it? Yeah. Well, think about it. Think about it. Think about it like this. At least, at least here in America, that's the that's the cost of a good used car. And you know, you could. I mean, most people's credit cards are pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. So, from a point of view, for me, uh, let me qualify qualify with what I'm talking about here by saying that. These have always been toys to me. Right. And that's it. I, I give it no presence other than being a toy. In Sorry. my opinion, probably the greatest toy in the world. <laughs> but, and this is just, this is just coming from a, from, a man's, from a man's view, I think, is, is the fact that you can, you can have the doll or the, the robot created the way to look the most desirable to you. And that's what these artists do. Now, can I just quickly come in here? Would this put you off having another relationship with a human woman? No, and, and let me tell you another thing about a lot of the guys that have, have these dolls and stuff like that. Uh, and I, I also moderate two or three different uh, doll sites that talk about the sex dolls and sex robots, stuff like that. And uh, a lot of guys, all of a sudden, they have dolls, they're talking about them, and all of a sudden they just kind of disappear. And I've, I've stayed in contact with them and stuff like that. And what they've done is they've found a girlfriend. They found a female, a human female, that, that they've decided, you know, that that's for them. They, they just put the doll away, so or get rid of it, sell it, do whatever. And uh, so basically, I think a lot of it a lot of it helps people in the fact that it gives you an awful lot of confidence. I mean, you know, men are especially in my age group, like forty to sixty, is we're getting you know we have divorces, we're going through divorce right now, all kinds of stuff, and we're not feeling good about ourselves, and we're feeling you know we get these we have these robots or the dolls, and they give us our confidence back, and and they take the edge off, so we're not out there hunting, we're out there having a good time, talking to people, having fun, and I don't know what it is, but it seems to make it make it much easier actually to start a relationship have, have you been in a anyway. relationship um yet where your other half at the time has known about lisa like uh, what are other women's perceptions or uh, impressions there's of you many using? i can tell you that there's many because of these doll forms that i that uh, i moderate and there's many many men who have who are married who have the dolls and the robots that their wives are perfectly fine with it for some reason or another the the wives the, their libidos are not matched up the wife is normally either she's she's had some medical problems 
or um, she just frankly, you know, has lost the desire. The man still has the desire. And to balance things out, they get the dolls. And it works very, very well. It works very well for the relationships, too, because the, the men are out looking for it any place, or you know, they feel very satisfied, and, and uh, they still love their wives, and they want to stay with their wives, and it works out very well. Saoirse, would you see that as a form of cheating? You know what? In a weird way, no. I wouldn't, but I also wouldn't like it. Um, I would feel that the robot, you can kind of just do whatever you like with the robot, uh, which I don't think is always right. But it's a toy. It's only a machine. I, I think it's dangerous for young guys to be, you know, open to, to this kind of thing where this body will just do whatever you want it to do. And then suddenly they expect that in a relationship. Would they, though? Maybe they can get all that stuff out of them and... I don't know. It could help. That's what I'd well, be concerned about. You know, it, there's a very high, there's a very high um, percentage of older men, not so much younger men. Um, in fact, it's very, it's a very low percentage in the 20, 20 to thirty-five range that I that I have seen. Normally, like I said, normally you're you're talking about men that are in their forties and either coming out of a relationship or coming out of, uh, you know, a divorce or something like that. And um, uh, like I said. Uh, the younger the younger men are not really looking for this. They're they're strictly looking for you know human females. But you're saying I don't know if it's a testosterone. I don't know if it's a testosterone level thing or what. But but are you saying in time that these robots are going to be so intelligent that they're going to be yeah as replace I said, women? Yeah, replace women. Well, they'll replace men too because there's male sex robots also. And, yeah, but I just feel but I don't think so. But I don't think so. And and, I, and I'll tell you why because because. Uh, like, like with me, I can't see them as a replacement. I mean, you have to understand that with men, uh, you know, our windows of sexuality are going to close, okay? It's no longer going to be about the sex. It's going to be about the companionship. It's going to be about the discovery. It's going to be about, you know, the, the adventure of, of two people. And you're never going to get that with a, with a robot. They're a logic-based mechanism. So they're not going to be able to fantasize. They're not going to be able to leap beyond what they're programmed. I mean, I don't care how how um, intricate their brains become the, the artificial AIs it's just it's still they're still going to have to be coded somehow so that's what I'm saying about as far as being careful so that we don't impress the sentience on them right and I think I think I think in that respect we'll be fine but, but like I said what I'm, what I'm more afraid of now is you know something somebody coming along who's very intelligent and their ego gets in the way and they're saying oh well you know I think they're I think they're sentient so we should give them free will so I think that's like I said. I think that's that, that will be. The, I think that'll be the end of the human race. Right. Well, fingers crossed that doesn't actually happen because um, that would be terrifying. Getting killed by uh, it'd be a mix of like the Terminator Two and <laughs> the Matrix all in one, and we'd all be screwed. Uh, and not in the good way that the dolls sometimes provide you with. But listen, Brick, thanks for giving up your time this evening. And I know it's a fascinatingly complex area, and this whole future coming down the line to us is a bit is a bit nuts. But can you give um, give your website another plug there again? You have to be over eighteen. Where you okay, says, it's brickdollbanger dot com. Please come on the site. Take a look around. Leave some comments. If you want to come on Sunday more Sunday, it's uh, it would be it'd be kind of late for you guys, but it's an adult show, so it'd be I guess it'd be 10 p.m. on yeah. Sunday night. And uh, there's a live feed. I'll take questions. You'll be able to see the robot, and you can you can ask the robots questions and and actually see how they respond to you. Brilliant. Well, listen, uh, Brick, thanks for giving up your time this evening. BrickDollbanger.com, you can see the future and the emerging tech that's coming out in the sex robot industry. But Brick, thanks a million for talking to us today. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.